Turn in your Bibles to um, Acts chapter 4, verse 12. And uh, we're going to have the children are going to stay upstairs today for because of our abbreviated service. And I know that some of the younger ones are going to be baptized today, so I thought it was very important that they hear this message. So whenever we think of honoring God today, we are honoring God, and that has been our theme for the last um, four weeks or so, honoring God and honoring Him in different ways and honoring His Word, honoring His, His Spirit, honoring our commitment to Him. Now, today we are speaking about honoring God in the waters of baptism, that we are, we are honoring, valuing, pre, um, the word honor means valuable, precious, weighty. Um, other definitions of honor are appreciate, esteem, favorable regard, respect. So whenever we are thinking of honoring God in the waters of baptism, we honor him by giving respect to the word and by that which was spoken to us thousands of years ago uh, through the prophets and also now through the apostles and the teachers that are there in the New Testament. So we honor God today. We honored him with the scriptures that we've just read. We've honored God with our worship. We've honored God with our prayers and our praise. But in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, we find that salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Now here we have the honor of God's word basically saying that Jesus is the only one that we can call upon for our salvation. That salvation is a forgiveness of our sins and a relational experience that we have with Jesus Christ. In our Sunday school lesson, we had a, we had a great lesson this morning, and it was about holiness. And the holiness was about, and the one word that I, I didn't think went together with holiness was friendship. And holiness and friendship go together as that we are connected to God as a friend. He no longer does he call us slave, but he calls us friend. And whenever we think of this friendship, the, the, the story that we used in Sunday school was being grafted into the vine. And that when God grafts us, and we, you know, and I'm, for those of you who were in Sunday school, pardon me for reviewing this, but... Uh, Anything worth saying is worth saying twice, um, three times, <laughs> four times. But anyhow, grafting, if any of you have ever grafted anything, it is a tree, and you take a limb cut off from another tree, and you, you put a slit in the bark of the tree in the trunk, and you open it up, and you put the, the limb of the other tree into that slit in the bark, Put the bark around it, and then you wrap it. Now, we're not talking about a 10-foot limb here. We're talking about a little, a little um, vine, as it were, a little, a little branch. And whenever you do this, then that grafting is that that tree, that branch that came from another tree, gets grafted into the vine or grafted into the tree that is, that's there. So you're taking from one tree and grafting it into another. Well, the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ is that we are brought into, into contact with him. We are brought into relational experience with him. That our life is no longer separated, 
but our life is grafted into the vine. So Jesus is telling us that he is the vine. He is the trunk, as it were, of the tree. And whenever we ask him to forgive us of our sins, we are grafting our life into him. And then the same life that is in the tree is now in the vine. Is now in the, 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 the little sapling. <laughs> is now in the limb that was attached. So the same life that is in Jesus Christ is the same life that is in us. So whenever we confess our sins, we are asking Jesus Christ to forgive us, and we become grafted into the vine, into the trunk, as it were, that is Jesus Christ. Now, the same life that is in Christ is now in us. Well, we know this because of the Word of God, and the Word of God, as it were, is the spirit of life that flows through us and flows into our life. Uh, Mark chapter 16, verse... (coughs) Excuse me. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 says, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all, and whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Now, the water baptism is not a decision of a denomination. You know, like we think of different churches, different denominations, that, well, maybe this is a denominational prerequisite, something that somebody else, some denomination came up with. Water baptism is a specific teaching that originates even in the Old Testament. It, but for the church, it originated on the day of Pentecost. And that's in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, where Peter made the declaration and thousands were added to the church and they went and were baptized. So baptism has been Uh, a form of death to an old way of life and alive to a new way of life. And in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father except through me. So Jesus says that he is the only way to God. He is not just one of many ways. He is the only way. Jesus says this. So it isn't like we are trying to be exclusive that we are the only, making up some rules that we are the only ones. Jesus says that he is the only one. And he is the only one for forgiveness of sins, and he is the only one that is there for us to call upon. Then in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, this is where Peter is preaching the, the sermon at Pentecost. He says, repent and be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. Peter is saying this. So from the the beginnings of the early church, from the first day of the early church, water baptism has been a sign of repentance and conversion and for a a declaration of a relational experience with Jesus Christ. So from the birth of the church has been this act of declaring our commitment to Jesus. This ordinance, ordinance is a prescribed ceremony for believers. Um, We have two ordinances in the church, water baptism and communion. The uh, communion service we have first Sunday of every month, and it's called, those are the two ordinances of the church. But today we are looking at water baptism And ordinance of water baptism by immersion is a commandment by Scripture. We do not believe in infant baptism, 
we believe in infant dedication. Just as when Jesus was taken to the temple by uh, Mary and Joseph and Simon, the pro- Simon was there and you know, they were taking Jesus in to be dedicated to God. And Simon uh, declared that this is the Son of God. He was able to see, G- he recognized that Jesus was the Messiah at, as an infant. But they were taking him to the temple to be dedicated. And that is what, is what we do with infant dedication is that we dedicate ourselves as parents and as a church for the raising of a child in a Christian home and a Christian atmosphere. And then, when they reach the age of accountability. Accountability is the ability to know the difference between right and wrong. The ability to know that, you know, I've asked Jesus into my heart. It isn't the, necessarily the ability to know that I have sinned. It's the ability to know that I need a Savior. And that's a relational experience that whenever children are capable of knowing Jesus as their Savior and friend, then we say they are able to be baptized in water. And the water baptism is a declaration that Jesus is my Savior, he is my friend. And um, that's whenever we see what goes on here, and there was no such thing as a non-baptized believer in the early church. (laughs) There was no such thing as a non-baptized believer in the early church. Every believer in the early church made a confession and was baptized. It was so important because of the declaration of what it stood for. Because in a culture in which the, um, the, the antagonism towards Christianity was there they made a public declaration that they were a Christian. And everything that was with that declaration stood with them. You know, that people who would ostracize them or cut them out of their families or people that would welcome them in as a church body. So water, water baptism is presented as an outward act of what has happened on the inside. Whenever we ask Christ to forgive us, we have this, that's an inward experience. But whenever we do this, we are then, uh, we can say that we've done it, but then we are publicly professing, letting everyone know that I have made Jesus Christ as my Savior, and I want to be baptized in water. Confession, forgiveness, and salvation is is an inward experience, but baptism is an outward demonstration to all of this experience that we have in our hearts. It is a death, burial, and resurrection. It is a dying to our old way of life, being immersed in water, just as Jesus died on the cross and was placed in the tomb. We are dying to an old way of life, and that as we are raised from the water, it is a resurrection, as it were, to a new way of life. So as Christ rose from the dead, we are saying that we are risen to a new life in Christ. And water baptism, then, is a way of demonstrating this. The baptism experience typifies the work of Jesus Christ. It is, baptism is an experience that you choose to do. Baptism is an experience that you choose. It isn't something that we say you must do. It is something you choose to do. Just as you choose to give your life to Jesus Christ, 
it is your choice to enter into the waters of baptism. And it is our choosing to uh, step, as it were, into the waters. You don't walk on water, in case some of you were wondering. There was only one who did that. Okay, two, two, who two did that, and one sank. But uh, so you're not walking on water. <laughs> you are entering the waters of baptism. And it is, a, again, that public declaration. So just as you choose to ask Jesus into your life to forgive you of your sins, you choose to be baptized in water. It is, it is not something that is forced, but you choose from your heart, you choose from a position of relationship. You choose to allow Pastor Brad and I, now we've made a few jokes about this with some, I hope I didn't scare Jose off, uh, <laughs> told him that, uh, you know, he ta- we talked about this on Wednesday and he's not here today, so I'm going to really talk to him about this. Uh, so you can harass him too. What happened, Jose? You can't, he thought you were going to walk on water, huh? But uh, no, Pastor Brad and I are going to be together. Brad, you'd come. Pastor Brad and I, we need a, we need a volunteer. Ethan, come on up here, boy. Sir, come up here, please. There, there we go. Now, to those of you who are going to be baptized, and we're going to ask, I would like all those who are going to be baptized today, I want you to stand up and come up front, okay? All those who are going to be baptized, I want you to come up front. Come on. It's important. Yeah. You can just stand right here. Yeah. For, for right now, you can face us. Is there anyone else that's going to be baptized today? Remember, it's a choice. And you come on up. Come on up. You can stand right here. There we go. And, and, it's, and we're choosing to do this. Now, what we're going to do is, Ethan, take your right hand, put it on your nose. Take your left hand, put it on your arm. There you go. Now, there we go. And what we're going to do is we baptize you. We're not going to lay you down. You can just stand there, okay? okay. And baptize you in the name of the... Fa- we're going to show them? Yeah. yeah, just kick the we knees out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you saw... Yeah, Ethan's yeah, been Ethan's baptized. Been baptized. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, but, it's, but the importance is... The importance is... And that's, it's, it's important that we know this is a public demonstration for what's in your heart. This is a public declaration for what you, what's in your heart. And sometimes it is a very glorious experience. Because God honors our commitment to him. And when we honor God, he always does a work in our life. And this is a way that we honor God. Not only have I honored him by giving him my life, but I honor him today in the waters of baptism by demonstrating to all, I know Jesus is my Savior, and he is going to do a work in your life for honoring him. And as we do this, right hand there, left hand, we just lower you into the water and then pull you back up. a glorious time. Amen? And looking forward to doing that. So, we can all stand. Thank you very much. We're going to continue our service in just a little bit. We're going to continue our service at the Pritz.
And we're going to begin with the water baptism. So when you're there, I want you to have, on a, ch have a change of clothes with you. You have a change of clothes with you? You're not going to run around wet all day? Okay. All right. Uh, so we have a change of clothes. And, uh, and those of you, if there's someone else that you're here, you know Jesus, and you haven't been baptized, and you want to be baptized, when we get there, you let me know. It's important. Father, we thank you that we, have, we confess our sins and know that, Lord, that you have forgiven us and that you live within our hearts. We honor you, O oh God. We honor you today by giving our life to you and following your command and following you in the waters of baptism. We pray, O oh God, that you will make it a very special time for these and for all of us who participate. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.